Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Soul Stylist, the podcast. It's Meg. And it's Mish. We are so excited to be talking today about our transition to becoming educators. Yes. Um, this is something that I got a lot of DMs about, and I think you did too, Meg. Yes. Uh, you guys want to know about yeah. being educators, and we're going to tell you the real deal about being educators, how to do it, how to start it out, and the ups and the downs. I feel like so many people um, really are a little bit off on wanting to be educators and they think that they can't and they're so off. You can yeah. totally be an educator. You're educating your clients, you're educating your fellow followers on Instagram every single day with what formulas you use, what techniques you use, what products you're using, how to do everything. So you can be an educator. Yeah, and it's are. easy, and we're going to tell you how. Exactly. Uh, especially, I feel like, in this day and age, um, it's, it's so much easier because we don't have to rely on working with a brand anymore. Working with the brand is awesome, and if you want to go that route, I highly, highly, highly suggest working with a brand and, and educating for a brand because you get a lot of training, but you don't have to. If, that's, if you feel like that's your only option, it's not anymore. Um, I feel like everybody individually has a personality and their artistry is so much different than everybody else's that you can be an independent educator just solely off your own techniques you've created within your mind, basically. Yeah, and also like your personality. Yes. People could love the hair you do and love your education, but not relate to you at all. So maybe they're not going to be like your dedicated follower all the time. But there's going to be those people that love your personality, love your style, relate to you, and that's always what it comes down to for me is human connection and relating to people and being down to earth. And Definitely. People are drawn to your personality. Yeah, and the right people, too. We talked yes, about that in the exactly. last episode. What, yes. what was it? Um, attracting and repelling. Yes, yes. Attracting like, if you... If you are putting out there that you, you know, like Urban Outfitters, let's say, you're going to get a bunch of people that are like, oh, I like it too. Or like, you know, me personally, I love like thrifting and I love, you know, fashion and I love wearing stuff that is sometimes doesn't make sense. And people are, you know, always talking to me about that besides hair. So I feel like people look for other things within you besides you doing hair. They want to know your personal life. Yeah, I think that's a big thing with social media that we talk about in our classes too right you guys are gonna get it inside about a little social media here um, show your personality because that's what people want to see yes and that's what's gonna attract your perfect follower um, we'll talk about that more in depth at another time <laughs> another episode but it's so important to <laughs> show your personality on Instagram as well as your face because your client that walks in the door that's new that's never seen you before there and then they follow you they're gonna be like, oh, I already know this girl right when I walk in, or boy, because I've seen their face on their Instagram. So when they walk in, they're automatically gonna be drawn to you and feel like they know you, and that's huge. If they go on your page and all you have is hair, 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 there's no picture of you, you can't really put a face to the name, and people want to connect with that. Yeah, that's like the whole reason. Like, Think about the stories you watch. 
what are your favorite stories of your favorite artists that you see? Because mine are their behind the scenes, like yes. their life, what they're yes. doing outside of the salon, yep. like what restaurants they're going to. I right, love exactly. seeing like what they're doing. Yeah, like, stories are where it's at. People yeah. are now lazy with like they're bored with scrolling, so mm-hmm. they go story, 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 next, next, so next. So easy back. to do that. Yeah, it's so much easier. Yeah. But I mean, social media is huge for education. Once you start doing it through your Instagram and just your posts, you're basically an educator. You're so, educating everybody. All right, we'll say step one. Step one. Educate on your social media. On your social media, 100%. Like, doesn't matter if videos, you have, Yeah, everything. videos. Doesn't matter if you, you know, you don't have a lot of hairstylists that follow you. Your clients will appreciate it too. Um, hearing what you talk about, like, literally, you tell a story about how a client came in, what they want, what you did. I mean, it's a great way to give yourself a really engaging caption and not just like write like vanilla latte. Yes, which we all do. <laughs> which sometimes. we all do. I still do it. Oh, God. But if I'm just like, it's 11 o'clock at night, but I just have to post, bam, here's a blonde for you. Yeah. But if you want a really engaging caption and you want people to comment and you want people to like it, yep. tag you the brands want you people use. to read it. Yep. Tell a story. Yes. And also, when you do post on Instagram, you want to see or you want to like realize who are you talking to? Are you 100% booked behind the chair? Because if you're not, you should be talking to your clients. You shouldn't be talking to your followers. If your first main goal is to gain followers when you're not 100% booked behind the chair, it doesn't make sense because behind the chair is what makes you money. That's what's real life. That's what's, you know, Whoa. that is what matters. Social media is a, is a secondhand money marketing Shit's tool gonna get for real you. right now. <laughs> <laughs> it is though, because it's like, if you're not making money behind the chair, it doesn't really matter what your social status is. No. You can have three followers on Instagram and be 100% booked behind the chair. Then that's when you, you That's know, can, me, that's what I was. Yeah, When same. I was at the salon that we were at before. Yep. Um, I had 200 followers yeah, like two years ago. I think ago. I had like 600, yeah. but just because I was working, working, working so hard at it, and that's all I was like, I yes. didn't know all the things no, to do at yes. the time. But I feel um, like things was, changed with it so I much I was like too. 98% booked yeah. yep. at that point. Yep. So it was crazy. Like I I was like, what's my, I was always thinking, what's my next step? But I was right. just stuck, so I couldn't do the next step. Right. But then I finally understood. I feel like... Um, it's funny because I feel like I had this conversation with so many people, but um, it was it just came down to somebody just pointing out to me, wait, you're already educating. Right, exactly. And I'm like, wait, I am? Yeah, <laughs> Cause exactly. Because I was. I was, edu- I was an educator, but I was a yeah. social media educator. Right. And I just had to start doing it in real life. Yeah. And like, And awesome. even if, like, say you're 50% booked behind the chair, I would talk to your clients on some posts and maybe talk to your followers on, on some posts, but always, like, if you're trying to talk to your client, tell a story. Tell a story about your client that's in your chair. Hey, this is Susie. She's a mom, and she gets her hair done every three months. Um, it's very low maintenance for it. This is why I do this. This is her take-home product. This, you know, all of this to, to resonate with a client as far as if you're talking to a follower that's another hairstylist, you want to talk about the brands you use, the technique you use, make yeah, a video, technical. take pictures of brands that you use, styling products, how you use them, you know, and little things like that that resonate with a hairdresser. Yep. Yeah, it all depends on what your what your audience is, but obviously if you're an educator, you want to be an educator, you want to start talking to other hairstylists. Yes, definitely. Always um, communication 
um, engagement, message people, comment on everything, like people's stuff, share people's stuff. It's just keep going at it. It doesn't happen overnight, but you know, nothing easy does. So you yeah. just gotta keep it up, educate on, on your social media and just, you know, once you feel that you're ready, you can do a small class in your own salon, you know, and yeah. be like, hey, I, I figured out this new technique I wanna show everybody. Do you guys mind if I, you know, show you do a technique? in front of you guys and teach a class and then you can get a little bit more used to talking in front of people yes I don't feel like I really ever did I didn't get to do that I feel like at um the, the first salon that me and Meg worked at together I did that with on a one-on-one basis yeah but I used to teach makeup classes all the time yeah so before I was a hair style a hair educator I was um I taught makeup classes. Oh, nice. I never taught it any was weird. classes before. I used to hate being in front of people. Oh, I love it. But the first, you can't prep for it. So let's, let's go on to step number two. Yes. Yeah, you can't. So step number two, after number you two. are already educating on your post, you're doing what you can for engagement. Step number two is to follow through. And that's where I think going through like, you know, maybe do, teaching a small class in your own salon or recording yourself on a video, Ooh. that's teaching your own class. You know, you can do a whole video yes. on your technique, your rinse, your gloss, your blow dry, your style, how you take pictures. That's a whole little mini class on your Instagram. And now that Instagram has IGTV, you can do it so long. Mm. I, um, Instagram lives are amazing. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, and that gives and you those a little, little bit small more, steps. like a taste of that pressure of yes. being in front of like a live audience or whatever yes or start talking to yourself in like you know in your story like record yourself just talking to your phone it's so awkward at first but then now we just do it like nothing I do it at the airport yep I do it like in front of other people at the store yeah all the time yep you get used to it and I feel like that is a big thing you want people to see your personality you want people to see your work you want people to see how you create your work yep I feel like that is huge um but I want to say that (laughs) that people, you know, focus too much on your following count. Mm -hmm. Like people are just like discouraged. I had somebody in my class, like um, one of my classes sometime that I was like, let's talk about social media. And this one girl was like, you know, it doesn't even matter if you don't have a small following. It's just never going to get there. And I was heartbroken because that's not true. But look at where we were only three years ago, four years ago. Exactly. I was heartbroken. I was like, that's not true because everybody has their worth. Everybody has their talent. It doesn't matter about the following. It matters about like what you're posting for yourself, you know, what you're proud of. And that's all that matters. You post it and then you look at your own page and be like, damn, I'm awesome. That's badass. That's fucking amazing fucking picture let's like, bring it let's bring it back let's bring it to step three real quick okay because i got okay, good yeah so step two follow through get in front of people start teaching on yes. instagram get just put yes. some videos out there get your personality out there yes step, two. step out of your comfort zone because it's if you're not like i said in my in the last pa- podcast if you are not uncomfortable you are not gonna grow Ooh, yeah that's true don't stay in your little box no Okay, so step three. So um, I think step three 
should be manifesting exactly what you want as an educator. Yes, your intentions, how you want to present yourself. Everything. Every like, everything. When when I really, really want something and I and I wanna like make it happen, like I believe in the law of attraction all the way. All the way. I totally agree. <laughs> I've used We've it seen it work. multiple. Yeah, I've seen it work. You, if you guys see like the things I've done in the past, you know, four or five years, like it, it works. So, what I like to do, and this is, we're gonna get into this in another episode, like way, way, way deeper. But my favorite thing is to um, write a list of the things that I want. And say we're talking about being an educator. So I'd write down, I want to travel and teach classes. I want um, students to look up to me and, you know, hold a value in what I have to say. I want to come up with ideas for different placements and different techniques. Like whatever the things are that you want. Yes. And take each thing on the list and break that down even further and describe the way it would feel the way I mean I like to say use all five senses I know it's hard in some cases like what would it smell like to be an educator maybe you can't (laughs) maybe you can't lack of sleep and lots of coffee (laughs) it smells like a lot of coffee (laughs) um but yeah like what it would feel like to stand in front of those people like the the nervousness that you're about to get you know the the way it feels after you've taught a class and someone comes up to you and says how amazing it was or that they got something from it, like that, you know, you really touched somebody and you really helped somebody like maybe enhance their career or you learn, they learned a new technique, the feeling it you would feel like to know that you did that, like describe all those things in a very, like in a paragraph. Like a descriptive yes. paragraph. That's what I normally do. Meg, what do you normally do when you like want to manifest something and bring something into your life? So I basically kind of do the same thing in a way. So I'm very much. <coughs> Excuse me. Coughing. <laughs> I'm, I'm very much coughing. Um, so I basically portray what I want to teach through my Instagram Um, how I want people to feel about me, what I want people to take from my class through that. Um, When I'm manifesting it, I basically am like, I'm going to do this. I am going to see this place. I really love this salon and I really want to go there and teach. No, not I really want to. I will, you know, I'm changing up the the wording that way Um, because I feel like that's huge. You like, you can do anything. You will do anything. I feel like saying the whole Eh, maybe I could do it or eh, down the line. I don't know sometime, but definitely changing up your wording helps so much. And I find myself doing that a lot when I'm saying like anything, not in a negative standpoint, but in something like, eh, I kind of want to do that. It's like, no, I will do that. If it's a thought in my mind that I want to do, I will do it. It will get achieved at some point, somehow, some way. And it's gonna, it always, I feel like, goes more 
than what I'm expecting. Like it's always yeah. better than what I'm thinking. That's what um, I think that's something that like I keep thinking, like I always think all the time. I said, I always say to myself, like universe is going to give me what I want or better. Yes. And a lot yes. of times it's better. Oh yeah. It's crazy. I, I totally agree. And like, even with educating, I feel like the vibe of the salon has to be right. Like, I feel like ever since we started educating on our own, I feel like I have drawn salons that vibe with me extremely well. Yeah. That the, the salon owners, the people that are in the class I'm vibing with, the salon is like vibes, you know, everything is more attracted to me. Yeah. Rather than like, like, I feel like when, um, I wasn't really manifesting all of that. It was, it was not like, it was great. Like my classes were amazing, but you know, it's just, it's a different now. It's just, it's just different. I feel like all all I could describe it as. I feel like before, um, this mindset, it was more like not you were attracting the things to you as you were going to the things. Yeah. Like they were attracted to me. So I was going, yeah. You know, Did and it, like now it, I, it's like, didn't you manifest one of the salons that you're actually teaching at? Like, uh, yes. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Didn't you yes. say to me like months ago, like, oh my God, probably like a year ago. Yeah. Yes. You're like, I, I want to like, teach I here will. at yeah. this place. Yeah. I was like, I will go there one day. It will happen. And I'm going there tomorrow. That see how you just put it out there and you just yeah. accept it and you just trust yeah. and it comes. Yeah, when I saw that email of we would love to host you, I was like, oh, my God. (laughs) Yes, girl. I was freaking out inside because, you know, like, I don't know. So uh, since we're talking, that's awesome. I love that. Since we're talking about manifestation, I was actually listening to a podcast today. And I love, love, love Natalia Benson. It's If you don't listen to that podcast and you're into spirituality and you're into, like, woo-woo and you're into all that awesomeness and business and manifestation all that stuff her podcast Natalia Benson is so amazing I was listening to it today and she was talking about um comparing yourself to other people on Instagram so like using social media so instead of using social media as a way to like kind of get down on yourself about like, oh, that person has this and I wish I had that. Oh, that person has this and I wish I had that. Instead of looking at it like that, she was talking about looking at it as, oh my God, I'm so grateful that that person has done this because that means it's possible for me to do that. And I have the power to do that too. That is a huge thing because there's a totally big stigma on Instagram about that. You know, like, I feel like so many people do that and there's a big difference between jealousy and respect. Mm-hmm. And instead of being like, and I used to be like the kind of person that I would get so depressed if like, I would see somebody that had something that I really, really wanted. And I'd be like, oh my God, like I want that thing, get really down on myself. And now I never do that. If someone has like the, I don't know, like a situation that I want to be in or something that I want to be in, instead of saying Instead of saying, like, oh, my God, I wish that was me, I say, that is so awesome for her. I'm so happy for her. Like, genuinely feel, like, the, the yes. feeling of being so grateful and happy that that person got that thing and that opportunity and say, yes. But, and that's 100%. what I want. 
And I'm going to get that too. And I'm going to be there too. And I'm going to have that feeling too. Yes, yes, yes. So yes, I totally agree. That was something that she was talking about today. And I was like, dude, like that changed my mindset so much in my life from from using social media to comparing myself to using social media to be like, yes, girl, celebrate other people's wins. Yes. And like say, that means I can do it too. And that's awesome. It's hard when you like fall down that rabbit hole. We have all been there, you know, and it's like, it's still like a constant thing. You got to keep reminding yourself of. Yeah. And, um, with social media being like the new big thing, it's hard to like, see these people like have this and have that and wonder, you know, why can't I have that? And it's like, instead of that, you know, you can have that. Yeah. And then also she was talking about, um, you're comparing yourself. So say like, let's just say somebody was comparing themselves to me right and they're like I wish I you know I was an educator like Mish and I like was at the same point that you know she's in her career but say you just started in your career like not even a year in so you're comparing your year in this industry to my 12 almost 12 years in this industry so you want to be where I am cool like yeah you deserve that you deserve that shit but, like, don't get down on yourself because you're not there yet because it could yes. still happen. I've just been doing this for 12 years. And my right. journey has taken me this long. I hope your journey doesn't take you as long as it took me. And that's why we're doing what we're doing now. But anything I can do to, like, have you bypass all the stuff that I messed up to do, you know, like, should have done, yes. could have done better type thing. And I want to help you do that. But, um you know, you can't compare your, your one second journey to someone's like 10 year journey. Yeah. And I feel like the universe works in mysterious ways and it's true. And I feel like your time will come and you got to trust in the universe because, you know, there's some things that are gonna, you know, go uphill and downhill and uphill and downhill. And when the time is right, you'll know. Yeah. And things will just keep going up from there. And we all have our, our bumps in our road, but as long as you keep that positive mindset, it just, you know, you can do anything your mind says that it can do. I agree. As long as you tell it that. Yeah. And I used to hate when people said that I used to like loathe when people said the world works in mysterious ways. And now it's like, no, it's so true because if I didn't go through the crappy stuff that I went through and the bad stuff that I went to, and now I'm in the position I'm in now teaching people and I said, yeah, you know what? All this stuff just fell in my lap. You know, I got it really easy. Sorry, guys. That's not inspirational. You know, no. what's inspirational is, yeah, I had a really hard time. I dropped out of high school. I was dealing with depression. You know, I dug myself out of this crazy thing, and you guys can too. And now I'm, like, living the career of my dreams, and it's awesome. Like, that's inspirational. And, like, exactly, it's, it's the hard times and the bad stuff that you go through that make your journey even better and make you – learn the things that you had to learn to get to where you are now exactly in order to get to you know where you want to go it's how you come out of those hard situations and that's where you learn exactly and honestly like with people not trusting in the universe those are those negative thoughts that don't you know portray onto the law of attraction where you know positive things will happen if you keep thinking negative all you're really going to get is negative because that's what you're, you're surrounding yourself with yep so and even if you're like hanging out with people that are negative like 
that that puts a huge toll on you even though if you're not a negative person it's still like it can bring you down contains your energy yes that's why they say like surround yourself with greatness because greatness like what is it rub off or it, yes like, spreads or whatever exactly and that's, that's true too like make friends with like the people that like you know are doing the things that you want to be doing and get inspiration from them Yes, I was listening but, to a podcast with uh, Oprah the other day, woo, woo. and <laughs> and she was saying how, you know, cars have, um, like, service guides, so, like, every three months you get your oil changed, you get your tires changed, whatever, like, you gotta, you know, keep up on the maintenance of your car, but nobody has that for, like, their soul, you know, nobody's oh my checking God. in on themselves of, soul maintenance. The, yeah, of the fact of, like, Hey, in three months, let me see, or, in, you know, every, every week, every week do on Mondays or whatever, you know, check in, like, how am I doing? How was my week? Um, what got me down? Why did it get me down? What can I do to make it not get me down next time? What can I do to stay positive this week? What are things that I like to do? Maybe I just want to get up, go to the gym, and that makes me feel happy every day. Maybe I want to listen to a podcast or read some quotes or read a book or, you know, just talk to people that are very positive that can help you stay in that positive mindset. I feel like that is huge. Yeah, like definitely like self-love and like giving back to yourself. And that's the thing too is like when you like people say like, oh, like I don't have the money to like go get a facial. I don't have the money to like do something good for myself, whatever. Guess what? You can't spend enough money on your soul and making yourself feel exactly. good and investing in yourself. Like if you want to buy – you know, that $800 class that you've been wanting to do and you can't stop thinking about it. Just spend the $800 on that class because you know what? You're investing <laughs> yep. in making yourself better. And there's I, never too much money that you can spend on doing that. I always say you can't die with your money, so might as well spend it. Yes. I like that. But anyway. I mean, obviously, you're not like, you know, <laughs> trying to die tomorrow and, you know, go bankrupt. But, you know, right. be cautious on it. But, at, you know, treat yourself. But I but feel yeah. like we could keep talking about this forever. Oh, I know. Because this but needs I, to be, we need to have like separate. It's going to, it's yeah, going to be huge. Separate podcasts for this because this is. There's just so much. There's so much. But that's my step three. I think personally, like manifesting what you want and really. Yeah, stay on track with yourself. Yeah. Soul check. Okay. So that's, that's set your intentions. Our, yes, definitely. So let's talk a little bit about now what it's like to be an educator now that we are educators like yeah you know how was you know it with like our first class how did we you know go about oh that oh my god my first class was so good like not in a I've... way that it was like oh my god I did so good no like it was just like afterwards I felt so relieved and like you know, like, what is that? Adrenaline. Like, when you have that adrenaline Oh, my rush, God, yeah. And you're like, oh, oh my yeah. God, I just did that. I just did my dream. Like, what? Like, yep. it was amazing. So I feel like how we got into educating, it was really, there was no prep work to it. It was kind of just like, you know, we know what we're doing. We do it all day, every day behind the chair. We know why in our head, why we do it. Yep. And, you know, we just portrayed ourselves and our personality and just went out there and, and did it. Yeah, and we taught and what we, we knew. Like, we took the thing. Like, I think your was your first class um, Quick AF Balayage? Yes. So that was, like, your biggest thing. We always used to say to Meg all the time in the salon, 
Meg so fast, Meg paints so quick, like, oh my God, you're already done, Meg. Like she'll be like chilling in the back already, done with her client, whatever. <laughs> so she took what she was good at, like everybody said that she was good at, and she took that and that was her class that she taught. Mine was uh melting. Because the melting was the first thing that I kind of grasped onto and was like whoa this is really cool and this really like drives my whatever passion so that was my first class and then I kind of stuck I I taught things that I was super super comfortable with I taught things that I was just I know this in and out I've created this like kind of way to do this and I feel really comfortable and so I think that's something too is like you know, talking about and teaching something that you know, like the back of your hand. Yes. And honestly, like going into the class, like you see all of your students coming in, you know, and you're just like freaking out inside, like shaking, sweating, freaking not knowing what the hell, how, what to say. I'm a very socially awkward person. So like, I'll be like, hey, like whatever they'll be like I'm like oh what's your name and they'll I'm like oh I'm Meg and I'm like obviously they know my name and then I think about it for the whole time and then you know then it's like you know oh countdown you got one minute and you're like oh my god oh my god freaking out and then like it's silent and everybody's staring at you and you're just like (gasps) Mm -hmm. like the air gets sucked out of your lungs and you just are like okay (laughs) holy shit okay well I can't fucking bomb this you know and then during the class it's just it comes natural. Everything flows out of your mouth naturally because you know what you're doing. You know, you know, like, like you just said, like the back of your hand, you know exactly what you're teaching, why you're doing it in your own terms, you know? Yeah. And then like, I think that's the best way it is. And then after it's just like, you can breathe again. I don't think I breathe like the whole time. And then it's like, after it's just so exciting. You're just like, wow, I did that. And everyone's so excited about it too. And you're just like, holy shit. Meg, and, um, oh. do you remember I cried the first time I saw you teach? Yeah. Oh yeah. my God. She was so amazing. I like, cause for me, like my first class, I think I overly prepared and I like had like an outline and I, I was like, this is what I'm going to talk about. And I overly oh my God, prepared. I did not prepare for shit. But, but you, that's the thing. Like, I liked about your class. Your class inspired me. And you were just, like, doing your thing in front of people, yep. talking them through it, getting, like, into it. And I was, like, yep. crying, guys. Because she was <laughs> such a natural, like, educator. And you guys know Meg is seven years younger than me, right? And I'm, like, sitting here, like, a proud, like, big sister, like, oh, my God, like, so good, <laughs> and it was just, like, so powerful to see someone who's never taught a class be that good at teaching, and just be, like, whoa, like, so I feel like the biggest then, thing is, like, authenticity, you know, like, exactly, I'm not, I, I never go out there, like, all right, it's Meg coming out, or, you know, I'm never out there trying to be better than anybody else, no. like, that's, like, my biggest thing, I'm, like, I do clients like you, I fuck up clients like you, you know, like, <laughs> you know, it's, like, we're all real-life people, we're the same, yeah. we're on the same level, I'm just helping you with a technique that I know, I'm taking it from my brain into yours, and it's just, like, we're chilling, we're hanging out, like, you're just, you know, vibing with me and, and whatnot, yeah, I think after I saw you teach, I was like, I am never writing an outline again. No, I I feel like that's like the biggest thing. I'm going out there and I'm just going to like do what I do every single day. And, and 
explain it to you guys and do that. Like, yeah. and that's how I felt super comfortable and not like having like a set things that I want to talk about. And then when you overthink it, it gets too. And you want to know what the best part is about never being prepared? What? <laughs> is that you never know. It's, it's like the same. You never get like off of that high every time you teach. Like we've been teaching for what, two years now. Every single class, I feel the exact same way. I can't breathe. And then I get so excited. I'm on a high for like days. Oh, my God. Absolutely. And that's what. It's never repetitive. It's never nope. like a chore. It's never it's never a job. It's like amazing. Yeah, exactly. And that's, I think, why we do what we do, because the way it feels. Um, and I know, like, for me, one of my biggest accomplishments in my career was teaching at hair camp this past year. Yep. And honestly, I got to really, instead of just like teaching a class and then like leaving and being like, okay, like, thanks for coming, whatever, you know, people are like, who do I, who do I get to hang out with and like share how excited I am? Well, exactly. (laughs) Like you don't come down from the high at hair camp. No, like it keeps going. And then like people come up to you like at different events that you're at throughout the whole time. And people are like, your class was this. And I, I, you know, I really love this. And then it just keeps going. And when it was such a good thing for me because it really like gave me the validation of like, I'm doing the right thing. I'm spreading my message. I'm sharing my story and I'm teaching my techniques and like people are getting it and people are excited. And like, it just made me feel like, okay, what I do is important and it's, I'm on the right track. And that's how it feels. Yeah. I feel like also it's huge to share about you during your class too. Cause people like follow you on Instagram, Absolutely. but it's different when you talk to them face to face. So I feel like reiterating your story and like, you know, how long you've been doing hair, you know, whatever. And then also engaging with, you know, your, your students, if you have a small enough group to do so, um, is huge. Yeah. I feel like it just makes it more personable. Yeah. And that's something that I felt like me as a very young stylist, I felt like that was something that was lacking in the industry. You would go to a class and it was like a brand structure, an Aveda class, a Redken class, whatever. And those classes are amazing. Don't get me wrong. I love, love, love brand classes. But the difference of it is, is like the instructor doesn't really talk about themselves too much. And I like that connection. I want to hear how they got there. I want to hear how they got to be in the position that they're at now teaching in front of me. Like, I don't know about like you guys, but I want to hear your story. I want to connect on a personal level with you. And now with all the independent educators, it's just such a great opportunity to get to know the artist and learn at the same time, which is awesome. I feel like it also like resonates with music. Like I'm a huge music head. Like, and you are a huge music head. Yeah. When I, I learn more about like the artists where if I'm watching a documentary, a video, like an interview, all of that, I feel like I connect with them and I know them more and I respect them more and I understand why and you they connect to are the music saying more. what they say. Yes. Oh and God, it just, so true. Uh, it's just amazing. And it's the same thing when you're at a class. Absolutely. Cool. So I like that. So why don't we get into some maybe I wouldn't call them struggles with teaching, but maybe some just realistic things, you know, stuff that goes on or that we think about during classes or after classes or while we're traveling. Yeah. Um, well, I guess something for me would be, and this is kind of something I changed like kind of recently, but my thing was 
So when you teach, if you're an educator and you're in the hair industry, you're going to be teaching on a Sunday and Monday. Yep. So what I would do is I would work, um, I would work 10 hour days, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, get on a plane Sunday morning, fly all day, land Sunday night, wake up in the morning on Monday, teach a class all day, go back get to on my the hotel, plane. <laughs> either go back on the plane that day or go back to my hotel, wake up and do the traveling all day again. Yeah, and, then and then work the next day, work the next day. It'd be like a 14 day in a row craziness. And sometimes oh, that's, yeah. that happens. If you work for yourself, you can a little bit kind of go around that. Now on the weekends that I teach, by traveling Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, I have Wednesday, Thursday off and I only, and I only work Friday, Saturday. Yeah. So that's just something, it's just like, it's, it's on top of your regular hours that you're doing. Cause you're, I mean, if you're still going to be behind the chair, which I am and Meg is, it, we it's like a second job it's not yes I feel like it's like the the work-life balance like yes you want to do all of this like great um educating and working behind the chair and doing hair but also you need that time to recuperate and you know zen out and and chill yeah yeah and that goes back to what we were saying before about like kind of feeding your soul but that's yes. sometimes I feel like it's a struggle I don't have kids yeah I have fur babies and I miss them when I'm gone and I have a <laughs> husband and he, you know, he gets kind of bummed sometimes about like, babe, you're just gone three weekends in a row and worked all week. Like, I miss you. And I'm like, I know, babe, but this, I'm setting it up for the future. Like, I promise. Right. Like, I know. I'm not going to be always... gone this much, like, yeah. next year. Like, yeah, and that's he, always my excuse. He's very understanding, but he misses it's me. It's not even an excuse. It's It's really just like, you know, we are prepping for everything. Like, and like, I have a daughter. She's four. And my boyfriend at home, like, so, you know, both of them miss me when I'm gone. But what I do with my work schedule is like this week. So I'm going to, I'm leaving tomorrow to teach a class for Sunday. Um, So this whole week, I only worked um, 10 to 2 every single day. So that way I could drop my daughter off and pick her up and enjoy my home life before I leave. So it's kind of nice to balance it off that way. And then I've been trying not to like work when I'm home, when I, for the weeks that I do travel. So that way I can enjoy that balanced life. Yeah. Cause it's hard. It is hard. Um, it must be hard like with the kid. Out. It is. I miss her a lot all the time when I travel, but I'm doing it for her. And I want her to see that I'm following my dreams because I want her to do the same. Oh my God. I don't want her to see me like hold back and you make me cry. You know, <laughs> no crying. That's true though. Like, but she's it's gonna true. Look like, I want mom, her to like, be able to do anything. My mom's a badass boss biatch. Hell yeah! And then she's gonna follow her dreams, and I'm gonna follow her wherever wherever the fuck she goes. <laughs> and then she's gonna hate me, and then I'm just gonna be stalking her from the house next to her. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I love it. And she'll be like, "Mom, all right, leave me alone. It's time." Oh yeah. To leave to let the bird leave the nest and I'll be like, nah, nah. making a new nest. <laughs> and we're both gonna live in it. <laughs> but um I think I think that's a big one. And I think I've heard a lot of educators say that is just like, yeah, obviously like being away from your family sucks. Yeah, it does. But also like being smart about it and taking those work days off during the week so you can, you know, try to get some of those days back. You know? Yeah. Do you have anything um, else that you feel like is like So I feel like sometimes during classes, it's very, 
very hard to pick up on vibes when there's so many people. Yeah. Um, so it's like if people are very quiet, you don't know if they're just like super intrigued by what you're talking about or if they're just like, this bitch sucks and I want to go home. <laughs> oh and my that God. It's like, it, you and I have anxiety let... like fucking yeah, you can't out the roof. Your... So you can't let your mind. Sometimes I think about that. that. I know. Oh, yeah. So sometimes I think I'm just like, so sometimes does anybody you like, just... have any questions? And then it's like, no. crickets. I'm like, <laughs> but sometimes but... I feel like you just have a quiet group and other, but I, I feel oh, like God, yeah. I let that creep in too, but like you can't. Yes. No, once, I, I definitely once they warm feel up. like I, yeah, I feel like I, I can handle it better now. Um, like I understand it more, but when like starting out, it's, oh, it's yeah. almost like, you know, you want to keep engaging and keep talking and just let let them hear everything you have to say and You're I'm like, one of those people when, job? right I'm one is of those people okay? when I go to classes and I'm super quiet I don't want to interact at all I'm just soaking it all up yeah me too I don't ask a lot of questions and I just pay nope. attention yeah that's yeah so but then people come up to you after after nobody's talked and they're just like oh my god your class was so amazing and I'm like oh thank you you're like thank god <laughs> I was like, oh, I can't breathe, but okay. Yeah. No, that's <laughs> but, that's true. You, you're always like worried that you're, you just hope that you, they get something. You're giving away everything. Yeah, because it's hard. Every single person, they're investing money into you. And some people are extremely like, all right, so are you going to go over X, Y, Z, all of this? And then it's just like you do, but then sometimes it's not enough and they're just like, They have you know, like really high expectations. Yes. Like, I don't know. Sometimes you can't like I I literally give every single thing I can out of me I don't hold back anything if you have a question about something totally not what we're doing I will answer it you know I am very open to everything so you know it's hard if you ever get feedback um from somebody that just you know is mad that they they spent money on you for some rando way and I actually did have an incident where I taught a social media class and um I went I had an outline for my class like my pinpoints of what I was going to talk about and I did prepare for that because I feel like that was well that's was more of a laptop. business class that's exactly different. yeah yeah so I had an outline I hit every single pinpoint and elaborated on everything and then I got like an email about that because I didn't know how to use Twitter um that it was kind of like like I should know how to use Twitter for hairstylist and that bummed me out because I was like this class is about Instagram I don't even use Twitter yeah so that bummed me out but you know you're gonna get but that that's what you were saying like people having high expectations like your that class was an Instagram class it wasn't about Twitter so you right exactly you did everything but it's just right sometimes but you're gonna get those people it's just like clients Exactly. When it's, it's like just the realistic you, side of educating. And nothing you do is going to be good enough for that person no matter what. No matter yep. what, how you bend over backwards. Sometimes it's all, there, there's always going to be someone like that. And you guys know that too. And it's never every class. It's like maybe, you know, I think that was the only time I've ever had somebody complain. But it ate me alive for a little while. I know, I remember I was that. Like, I fucking prepared for a week on this. Like I made poster boards I was on my <laughs> laptop I had like guidelines I had my phone connected so I can show them everything you know like I did everything that I could and it bummed me out because I was that was the first time I ever prepared for a class and I was like fuck yeah what the hell I was like who's tweeting until like get a hairstylist like tweet tweet need a hairstylist yeah <laughs> like I don't know Twitter you know yeah I but don't... you know that's like a realistic side of expectation or of uh, um, expectations being a educator is you know those things can happen yeah 
those things can happen. It's just, it's but, just comparing. Oh yeah. It just like I this one. Exactly. I don't think there's any cons about, about, I mean, cons. Oh no, no. Yes. Cons um, about educating. Like it's just, it's such an amazing thing and networking with people and just hearing their stories and just, you know, fulfilling their brains with your knowledge. It's just like, oh, it's awesome. We can all learn from everybody, from each other, you know, and it's just, uh, I just love it so much. Yeah, I love it too. I, I really don't have anything negative to say. Like I sometimes it's for me, I listen to other people talk about it and they're like, you don't know how hard it is to be away and da, da, da. I'm not going to say that to you guys because I think being an educator is the best thing I've ever done with my life. It is. It truly it is. It really is. So I'm not going to say anything like negative. Like you don't know. No, like, you no, know, it in is your heart. It is. You want this. Exactly. And it's worth exactly the, the travel. It's worth that, that those between four to six hour classes are worth the whole like 24 hours of traveling. If you do that. Yeah. Like, oh my God, it really it's is such a, such an adrenaline rush. And just, you just feel like you like, you have a purpose in this world, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Like that you are, you are making a difference. Yep. And it's the same thing. Like, I, I think, I don't know if I've talked about this before, but I don't like when p- other people try to discourage no. other people from doing what they do. <sighs> Me either. Because like, oh, it's so hard. You don't know what it's like to run a business. Oh, it's so hard. You don't. It's like, then don't do it. Then why are you doing it? Don't do it. Yeah. You know, I want to encourage other people to do anything they want to do. Because exactly. nothing is too hard. And it's so funny because I had this client and he's been a friend of mine for so long. And he told me today, Mish, I'm so proud of you for like everything you're doing. I know I have, Aww. it was Stan. Oh, <laughs> and he's Stan, like, if you're listening. Like, <laughs> I know if you're listening, I love you. <laughs> and he was like, I know I'm not like a part of it, but I just, I'm cheering you on from the sideline. And it's so cool. And he's like one of my like three men, male haircuts that I still do because I don't really do them, but he's a friend of mine. And and I do my like friend's hair and he's just like, it's so cool what you're doing. Like, like, I just, I love that. I so love awesome. when like your clients just like root for you and root for the best for you. And it's just like, uh, it's just so, such a great feeling. Yeah. But that's what we have to do for each other. And that's what we have to do for like people that other people that want to, yes. yeah, that want to do what we're doing. Cause like you guys can do it. It's not that hard. You can. Oh, one, it's not, if reason. you need help let us know yeah and the reason I brought him up was because he's like it's it's so funny to me he's like it's so funny because you don't know like a lot of like he's like you don't know how to set up a website you don't know how to like do all this stuff and he's like but you just figure out a way because you just want something and you don't let anything stop you and you figure it out and I said exactly that's literally how I think my whole I can describe my whole life is just figuring out a way <laughs> like oh same that's just same. what I've always done if, if plan a doesn't work cool turn around back to the drawing board and how else am I going to get yep. there that's all you do I always tell Lacey and Lacey repeats it back to me my daughter she like if she if you make a mistake you get up and try again yes there's no falling down from anything yep I mean unless you like break both your legs but like but then you just like use crutches exactly and you get back up but yeah, no, it's, it's the cool, the coolest thing I've ever done. And, and I would never want to change it for the world for sure. Yeah. Um, so if you have so a passion I, to do that, then do it. Yeah. So, you know, like we um, already said earlier, like, you know, you're educating on Instagram, 
you're educating your followers, you're educating your clients, you're manifesting the life that you want. You are, you know, reaching out to educators and, you know, asking for their help and guidance and, you know, opinions and advice. And, you know, then, you know, you take that leap of faith and you teach a class and you will not regret it. It will change your life. Yeah. And my biggest advice is just do it. Because just do it. That's what was told to me, and I did it, and it was awesome. Yeah, I totally, totally agree, hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. What is the the coolest thing, like that you're like, oh my god, I'm so like lucky I get to do this because I get to travel. Like, what's the coolest thing like that you like about? Being I love educator? meeting people. I like connecting with people. I love when I see people like I'm so excited for your class. I can't wait to meet you. And um, like I'm a like I said earlier, I'm a very socially awkward person. <laughs> so I'm just like, are you sure you want to meet me? Wait, like me? Uh, <laughs> right. Me? Are you sure? Because, um, you know, I feel like other people, you know, there's three different ways to like portray yourself, like who people think you are, who you think you are and who you really am or who you really are. So it's like how people like portray you and how, you know, you know yourself. Um, it's totally, wait, where did you learn that different? Um, I don't know. Honestly, that's deep, dude. It is deep. I like it. My therapist. No, (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, I was like, dude, that's like a freaking trifecta. That's It, It really is though, but it's huge. And it's like, um, you know, people see you as, you know, maybe this person on a on a pedestal, like someone that's so cool and rad and like, you know, they're awesome. And then re- in real life, like me, I'm very weird and awkward and like silly and sarcastic. Yeah. And um, but I feel like we're very good at putting our personalities out on Instagram anyways. Yeah. Like, that people it is that what people it is. can pretty much see who we are. But never, like, steer away from authenticity. Like, be yourself 100% all the damn time. Yes. Um, okay. So, do you want to pull a card? Yes. Let's pull a card to end this off. Okay. So, I have this everybody deck. everybody some positive vibes. Yes. I have this deck. And this is so – I just realized, like, this is so fitting for what we're talking about because we're talking about, like, like, going, like, educating and, like, spreading knowledge and, like, helping others. So this deck is by Rebecca Campbell and it's called work your light. Yes. Work your light. Yeah. And it's an Oracle deck. So I'm going to like, I'm going to pick a card and I'll read it to you. So this, so Meg, I like when you, I like when you like put out to the universe what we're like. (laughs) All right. So we're going to put out to the universe guidance for you, um, advice for you, um, positive affirmations toward your goals. Like if you want to be an educator, this is just a message for you. Yes. And this like podcast was really high, highly requested guys. So this is why we, you know, the ones that you guys tell us to do are the ones that we're going to do. So always. We are an open book. Yeah. If you ever want to hear anything else, please, please, please DM one of us and ask us to do an episode. And you got it, girl. Boy. <laughs> girl, boy. They. They. All of you people. You humans. Okay. 
All right, I'm going to pick a card. I'm really nervous. I always get nervous before I pick a card. I don't know why. Oh, me too. Me too. I'm so anxious. I'm just like, please let this relate and please let this be like a positive, good message. Yes. For our listeners here. All right. This will be a positive message. This, oh my God, we just did the thing. All right. I got to pick this card because it's calling my name. Oh my God. (laughs) okay i'm gonna describe what the card looks like to you because this deck is so freaking beautiful okay so it's an ocean with like two big whales jumping out and two and like four different dolphins going in and then on the shore it's like a horizon of the ocean with like a pink orange sky in the back and there's two girls head to head hand to hand sitting on it looks like rocks that have like flowers all over them, pink flowers. And it's two girls that are just putting their heads and their hands together. And it says soul family. Oh my gosh. Dude. Isn't that weird? I mean, not weird. That's like crazy, but it's ironic. So it says call in your tribe. You don't have to do it alone. So I'm going to read you um, the little guidebook that it comes with. If I can. Do you ever get extremely anxious that the only way to not feel anxious is to scream at the top of your lungs? Uh, yeah. Okay. Why? Is that weird? No. I just, I don't, I just never knew if that was, like, just me. Or if I just get so excited and I, like, I'm like, oh, my, oh my God. God. Dude, when I, like, have the first sip of iced coffee in the morning, I fucking <laughs> definitely scream, like, every time. <laughs> and it's just, like, but it's just, like and excited because like you know coffee is my jam and I'm just like yes dude I'm about to tell my class to do that like hey for the second let's breathe and just scream really loud because I got to get it out and I can't sound like a like you know the only one in here screaming that would be really fun right I wonder if people would do it okay so I'm gonna read you soul family call in your tribe you don't have to do it alone so this is for all you guys this is for us this is for everybody so if you're listening to this podcast this card was pulled because you're listening and this is for you Okay, it is time to call in your soul family and support team. People who get you at soul level. (gasps) What? People who are the same. Oh, my God, God, you're going to die. People who are the same kind of weird as you. What the fuck? People who are. This card is amazing. (laughs) People, I knew it was like the right deck to pull. Okay. Jesus. People who are your chosen family, they are coming and they are looking for you. If you haven't found them yet, this is a sign that they are close by. But in order for them to find you and recognize you when they do, it is important that you stop dimming your light and truly let yourself be seen. Shine, girl, shine. Yes. If you have already found them, then you're being called to let them support you and perhaps also assemble a wider support team. Your support team can consist of all types of people, such as a therapist, coach, mentor, or healer. Tune into what kind of support you need now. Mm, Call in your support team. Call it in. So that's your action. Wow. So, like, do the thing. Honestly, do you want to hear something crazy? Yes. Um, One of my biggest reasons why um, I was, like, all in on, like, going out on like me and you going out on our own and like whatever was um the girl that I go to for Reiki like said something like that to me and it and it was just like whoa chills down your spine like 
girl I know. And you're like, oh, well, you said it, so now it's... Exactly. <laughs> so now I guess I, I guess it's okay to do so because the universe told me. I'm going to post... I'm going to take a picture of this card and I'm going to post it on an Instagram story and I'm going to put it in a highlight that says... Um, yeah, send it to me and I will put it in my Soul Stylist podcast highlight. Yep, I'm going to do the same. Yes. And I'll put the date uh, on it so you guys can see what I was what I'm talking about too. All right. That was an amazing podcast. I enjoyed that uh, so much. That was amazing. I'm so glad that we got to share our experiences of being educators with you and how we started and like the good, the bad. Yes. I just love this platform of podcasts because it just gives us the opportunity to just talk and just let people like hear our conversations like we like we talk to each other, you know? Yeah, like, this is like we, we would t- we would talk about this just face to face. Yep, this is what we do on, on a FaceTime. daily, <laughs> <laughs> basically. All right, guys, uh, we love thank you. Thank you so much. We love you so much, and we'll see you next week for Soul Stylist the podcast. We'll see you then. Bye, bye.